you great and spacious buildings out there you're listening to polygonometry this is a family podcast where each week i sit down with one of my relatives to chat about what it's like growing up in polygamy my guest on the show this week is someone who is awesome as f dude she's great her and i haven't really talked a lot uh until around the last year or so where we started to get a little bit closer and i tell you what she's rad and I really hope that you enjoy this episode this week because we get into some pretty interesting territory. We talk about how jealous she was of Jesus growing up. We also talk about like uh, the power of genetic traits, you know, for better or for worse, and how she might actually really truly be a prophet or prophetess, depending on how hard you adhere to those gender norms, which, cool. And if you're someone who has all these questions from all the episodes that you've listened to so far, but you haven't found a way to kind of like get it out of your system, that system is using your phone or computer and hitting me up on social media. I'm not on a lot of platforms. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and email. You can also send me a messenger pigeon if you have that capability. And if you do, I just want to talk to you anyway. You can be on my podcast and not even be my relative, dude. Anyway. Go ahead and drop me a line. That way I can answer your questions to the best of my ability. And I'm going to be doing that on an own, like my own episode for a Q&A coming up in the early February. So hit me up, dude. It's going to be sweet. It's a sweet episode. And I hope you enjoy listening to the conversation that I have with my dad's dad's second wife's second oldest daughter. Ligonometry. This is definitely abnormal. Not a lot of people Situations. can say that their dad had multiple wives. <laughs> <laughs> 28 kids. Is it 28? Okay, I thought yeah, it was 38. Yeah, I think 12 and then 10 and then 6. Yeah. 12, 10, and 6. So 6 from your mom, right? Yes. Okay. But it's not grandpa's son. Technically, no. 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 And same with, you know, obviously all of kids. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, not all, I didn't know a lot of people knew that. Actually. Really? Yeah. Oh. I thought that was like, oh, sh- don't tell anybody. I mean, it used to be. Yeah, for sure. I didn't discover that until I was probably 18. Oh, really? Yeah. That late? That was late information in my life. I had no idea. Yeah. that. I mean, because I always knew that. I what? always knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like I'm the last person to know everything. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I had always known that because I remember asking my dad. Like when I was a little kid, I was like, is he grandpa's son? He's like, oh, no. And then like told me like a very truncated version uh-huh, of your uh-huh. mom's history Brief, like really just, quick. Right, right, right. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. But I never I once. Know that was like common knowledge. Yeah. I mean, I always crazy. I always saw him as, you know, Uncle. Of course. Yeah. Because right. that's just the way it was. No. And right. he has like siblings. Pretty sure he has a sister from the man who sired him. Mm-hmm. I this was all so new. You know, wow. for me. Yeah. Wow. So that's fun. That's weird. An interesting thing to be in the dark about. I know. You would well, think. I know. Um, I don't know. My mom is obviously like a lead by example kind of person. Mm-hmm. And she saw those young years as kind of a mistake. Not that he's a mistake, of course. But, yeah. you know, but she's she like, was, I made yeah. these life mistakes. 
the and choices so that like I wish a, I could. Yeah. Something she was embarrassed or ashamed, I suppose, of. Yeah. I'm speaking for, you know, perspective. I have no idea personally mm-hmm. how it affected her, but yeah, that's what I take from it. Why yeah. I would think she would closet that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I see. know. I'll have to ask her. Too weird, but awesome. I mean, I would love to to know more about the other side of of all of that. But you know, it's like, how do you even bring that up? Oh, hey. Oh, hey, Tell mom. Me more <laughs> about this mistake or whatever yeah. it is that you think. And of if it. people are comfortable with, with talking about it, obviously that's fine. But if right. they're not, then it's really tough to kind of like draw it out of right? them, you know. And I don't. Yeah. I. I mean, I never once ever with this podcast want to be the person who deliberately makes people feel uncomfortable just because it's good listening or good listening. You know I what think mean? if you weren't easy to talk to, I feel like that would be. Well, that's a very flattering compliment. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. Well, I was going to talk about kind of just growing up and how interesting it was having a dad that was a principal Mm -hmm. and I had the half step mom. What do you sister wife? Sister mother. Sister mother. Thank you. I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of a weird term of it. (laughs) (laughs) Who was the secretary? Other mom. Let's yes. call it other mom. Yes. I don't know. I think that's more generic and, and yeah. it's definitely a little bit more respectful to just be like, yeah, the other one. Right. Not to say that they're like some. The third lesser. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, even though I never really saw her as more of a mom, we always called her aunt. Yeah, that's I, that's actually something that's really interesting. I mean, yeah. I obviously I don't have the personal experience of, you know, having a dad with multiple wives, mm-hmm. but it seems to be there's always that term that various families use because like I know it's always been like aunt whoever yeah. or right and i know that in my um, mom's side of the family a few of the families that live polygamy they say mommy so and so oh you know and which is definitely I actually it's funny because i really didn't say mama linda until after she passed away and oh, i was really? like she is she was definitely far more of a mother than you know than mm-hmm. my relationship with yeah which was way more aunt aunt type yeah yeah i always said aunt and aunt you know, right. And it was never, yeah, a term of like meat, grandma. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely view her as a grandma. Is it cool to as think well. that you have had three grandmas. Well, t- technically, <laughs> let's see. Like technically, I have six because there's three on both sides. Oh, lucky. So I'm. I'm, you are so lucky. I mean, it's not like they, they felt like obligated to give me Christmas gifts or whatever. Right. Dang you it. know, but I, I always, I mean, just with being in the school and stuff, I mean, as well as living so close to grandma all the time. Right. I mean, right. We, we literally lived downstairs when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So, yeah, it's it's one of those, like, I never felt like I was being treated differently because I wasn't their biological grandkid either. Right, If that makes right. sense. Like, right. I had never once felt like I was lesser of a kid in the of eyes course. of, like, your mom, for instance. Oh, And that's just, us, you know, speaking towards your mom's personality as well. Right, so. right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I just think it's so funny when I try to talk to my students about how I grew up. You know, it's funny because your dad and I teach the same kids. It's okay. Because you're what do you you're teaching dance, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And you do all types of dances, right? Um, everything except basically tap and ballroom. Okay. Yeah. So your hip hop, ballet, jazz, jazz, contemporary, all that all stuff. All of it. Yep. That is so sick. It's so fun. That's so it is so fun, except kids are turds. <laughs> but I love it. I yeah. love it. They make me feel so good and full. But anyway, so 
So you're you're talking about how you bring up your upbringing to your students. Right. So how, so how do they take it? Oh, it. I literally had to sit down and draw them a map. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> literally. I, like a family tree? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> explaining it verbally was just not something they could comprehend yeah. it was just yeah. blowing their little minds um and then i started talking about school mm-hmm. you know and my grandma was my first grade teacher mm-hmm. that was awesome um brother gary was my third grade teacher mm-hmm. who i always saw as an uncle yep and then uh your dad yep was my sixth grade t- teacher and my dad on, upon being the principal was a fifth grade teacher yeah so having all of these family ties in with school and, mm-hmm. oh man, it's so different. It's yeah. So different. And the whole, like the idea of it takes a village to raise a child. What's interesting is that the village is just the family. <laughs> the whole family <laughs> equals the village. Yes. Oh, I know. When, um, I I'm sure you get this too. Every single, I swear, every single day of my life, someone comes up to me, oh, do you know so-and-so Jessup? And I'm like, <laughs> no, but who's her mom? Like, let's look you this do, out. You do the polygonometry <laughs> to do the math to see how you guys are related. Yes. Yeah. Half the time, I don't know the name of the person, but they're always like, are you related? I'm like, most likely. Yeah. It's almost a 99%. Highly, yeah. Highly yeah. likely. Yeah. I've never met a Jessup I'm not related to. Neither Except have I. ones that have a, a U. Oh, UP, U-P. instead of OP? Yep. Have you met I've UPs? Met a U-P. I you have met, a, met UP? a UP. Yeah. Whoa. I know. He was a director when I went and sang at Carnegie Hall for the New oh, York yeah. trip that Hamilton does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the music directors there. And I was like, no way. I have to meet this man. We're probably related. <laughs> There, exactly. there must have been like I some sort you. of like a census worker that didn't like close the O that just I like had a U. Right. No kidding though. <laughs> or maybe like we actually used to be, have the U and then turned it into an O. It's probably one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. That's I would say like, yeah, we're the best ones because we have the O. We have the O. <laughs> we have the O in our name. So that means we're cool. No. And then seeing, you know, pages and pages of Jessup graduates, you know, we used to take up the whole program, you know, a yep. couple pages at least. I know, and I still, my mom's like, oh, you know, so-and-so, yeah, they're your cousin. I'm like, okay. Yeah, chalk like, it up to else? the other 5,000 that yes. we have. Literally, if I had a nickel. Oh, I don't say that much, but. We would be, yeah, we'd be sitting pretty. We'd be rolling in it. Yeah, yeah. we would be. No, and, <laughs> you know, I wish there was some sort of census that we could do. And I think hopefully with doing this podcast and everything, like that'll start to trickle and form in and of itself. That would be um, awesome. Because I'm not going to put your name as the title of this episode. It's going to okay. be how I'm related to you. So it's, I it's like not, that. Yeah, so That's I mean, it helps cool. with the anonymity if you prefer that. If not, it's no big deal. But like, so for instance, your episode would be my dad's dad's second wife's second oldest daughter. <laughs> not just your aunt. No. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Much more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and so, direct. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, it you makes know. a little bit more sense, a little bit more specific. And what I'm yes. hoping... That and something... a catch. <laughs> Clickbait. Click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll hook people in maybe if it works. If not, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. But, um, I like that it's, it's that you're like the center and these are all just kind of branches off of your yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and more than likely my story will just get a patchwork puzzle piece together too. That is cool. Which is fine. I mean, which I'd rather... Great. I don't want to talk about myself on my podcast. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, But... uh. But yeah, so hopefully maybe that family tree that you're drawing for your students would just be, 
you know, you, and then my episode is this number. But if you want to mm-hmm. hear about my other family, check out this episode. Ooh, so yes. instead of like having names as far as the family tree, it's just episode right. numbers. Tie those in. Yeah. That is way cool. Yeah, I we'll love see. it. I'm not saying that that's actually going to happen. That's just an idea that I just barely had. <laughs> right. That's exciting. So, so yeah. No, I, yeah. Something I've want, I wanted to ask you about is like, because I remember when we were younger, we were doing driver's ed together. Do you remember that? <laughs> You and me. Yeah, yeah we were in the same my class. Senior year. Yeah, I was a late, I was a late driver. Late bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember, I remember going on a drive, like a you know one of those learning drives or whatever, uh-huh. and Mister. I cannot remember his name. Mister Eichard. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that was him. That's it. Um, he was trying to get to know us, mm-hmm. you know, because like we're driving to Missoula. To go in like driving downtown. Yeah. And he was asking you and me questions like about our family and stuff. And I remember both of us were kind of like looking and shooting glasses <laughs> at each other. Like, how do we explain to this uh, guy that like you're my aunt technically? Right. How do you warm him like warm him into that? Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> he's from the Bitterroot. So more than likely he's heard about, you know, the crazy people up on the hill. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I remember you saying like yeah so like me and chris are related oh really well, <laughs> how was that I was like well, well his his mom his, his, his dad yeah. is my <laughs> half brother we have the same yeah yeah it just got to be this total mess and i remember just feeling super awkward because i didn't want to like make you feel weird as well right because we had never yeah, I mean, we had never really crossed paths when no. we were kids. No. You know, the, most of our relationship, at least in my perception, has been yeah. since we've been adults, right? Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, and that was something that's also kind of interesting, too, is that, like, even though your dad is my grandpa and mm-hmm. I grew up less than a football field length away from him, kind of, every third night. <laughs> <laughs> right, he rotated, that's true. You and your siblings and, like, my siblings, for instance, I mean, we were there for, like, family dinners if that got to be this giant invite thing or like right. if there was like a pit meeting or something uh, like yes, that right yes. you know and th- that kind of stuff but that happens you know sometimes people have this perception of polygamy that like it's one big happy family y'all share the same socks it's like i get that question a lot oh you all live together yep. and 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 sometimes that's not the case right yeah it's not it's no good or bad thing it's just right. something it's just, just yeah the situation Mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of families here that do live very communally. In, yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yes. I know. And I, I'm kind of glad that we all didn't share the same house. I feel like we would all be so different as people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So, very <laughs> I think that would have turned that. out really bad. <laughs> good call, Dad. Like... Good call. <laughs> the separation yeah. there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, that distance is important for sure. So what was your relationship with Grandpa like then? I mean, I don't want to, well, if you don't want to dip no, into whatever. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't mind at all. Um, I mean, Cause I know he always seemed old to me, even the, when grandpa, I was little. Grandpa was like 80 years old. No, he, he, was he was like, he was, he was, he was, he was like 70 80. year old. He was 70 years old for 40 years. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So it's not like we, we never, honestly, the most, I think active I've seen him was when we played like pomp. Or yeah. some fun games out in the field day. Mm-hmm. That was like the most active. And it was never one-on-one. It was an occasion, I guess. Okay. Um, and then 
you know, he was always into sports. Yeah. So if I would have probably done basketball or, you know, something like that. You're doing something that he can't really. Maybe would've, we would have connected a little bit. He can't take stats but... during ballet performances. So therefore he couldn't. No. And he, he never appreciated the attire. Ah. He found it very immodest. Yes. That was... um, so he didn't really support that. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. So it was it was a little difficult because he would travel all the way to like Billings to go watch Jarris wrestle. No offense, Jarris, but <laughs> but he wouldn't go to Hamilton to watch one of my ballet performances. Gotcha. So it was hard to find the the good things. I didn't. I struggled. I struggled finding the good things about him as a father figure. Mm-hmm. I heard all the good things. You from your really dad. You didn't really see that in your own no, personal life then. No, okay. unfortunately, I didn't. Um, but thankfully, my mom picked up everywhere my dad left off. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Your um, mom's a saint. Oh, bless her stinking heart. I am so grateful. I can't even. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> but, and then even in school. Yeah. You know, I got paddled. Yeah. From the infamous paddle. That was teacher's pet oh and you would think as his daughter you know maybe i would have got a little bit of oh no 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 a no more of a, she- a finger shake instead of an actual whooping <laughs> <Definitely not. laughs> <Okay. laughs> so just i guess the brain does tend to focus on the negativity sure the negative memories are easier to access and remember i suppose mm-hmm. so oftentimes when i do look back i do find myself remembering the negative stuff okay when honestly like he taught me how to write up my bike yeah you know and a very when common... i say he taught me how to ride my bike i mean he took me to the top of the driveway and gave me a push <laughs> there you go kid <laughs> you can do it <laughs> yeah i didn't know how to turn but i went down that hill <laughs> gotcha um and you know other good memories like uh he was there when i caught my first fish cool you know so yeah, yeah i have i have a few good ones that i like to cling on to Mm-hmm. Um, going to the Great Salt Lake was always one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. Going to the temple yeah. or walking by, I suppose, and the Tabernacle Choir and, yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, but of course, the more the older I got, the more I wanted to rebel. Sure, as kids yeah. do, of course. And the more distant our relationship became because we just could not see each other at all. Um, I didn't understand polygamy. I didn't understand his dedication to, I mean, his dedication to religion and gospel was closer than his dedication to his family and his relationships with the people here. Um, And so I struggled with that. I didn't get that. And he didn't have a way to explain it to me that I understood. So so communication was a big factor Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So the communication and the relatability between father and daughter in regards to how you felt about his personal life choices in regards to polygamy, Mm -hmm. just, it was square peg in a circle hole, it sounds like. Yeah. Just didn't didn't connect. Yeah, it just wasn't making any sense at all. So then, you know, I graduated and I was like, get me the F out of here. (laughs) I cannot be here anymore. And then I started to realize, gosh, you know, he's freaking old. <laughs> he's freaking old. I need to go and fix this before I lose him mm-hmm. for my own sake. Yeah. For his, perhaps, maybe a little bit, but I don't have control over that. Yeah. You know? So I was like, yeah. for my own purpose. That's some really awesome awareness that you had around, like, what you truly valued. 
well, with, it was, with him? It was kind of um, a little bit of a forced choice. I broke my foot in college. Okay. So I went to for dance mm-hmm. and broke my foot um, the beginning of my sophomore year. And it gave me, it basically separated my first and second metatarsal sideways. Oof. So. Oh my gosh. Um, I would have had to re-break my foot to kind of. Get it back in place. Get it back all fixed. And I couldn't afford that in college, you know? Yeah. Um, so now I have like exposed muscle and it's gave me arthritis and I have like these struggles now. So professional dancing wasn't really. So you breaking your foot kind of dashed those it, dreams for you then it, from what it sounds it like. It pushed me like two years back. Okay. Um, like reset me basically. And I found myself in those two years of healing, developing more of my relationship with my boyfriend. Gotcha. And kind of felt like I was starting to belong and I found this person I just really wanted to be around and, you know, and then we moved it all back here so I could be closer to dad and my mom, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And my nieces and nephews who are freaking growing like weeds. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you leave for a month and I swear it's been two years. And yeah. Anyway, so came back this way and there's no dance opportunity out here for professionals, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but... And where were you going to school? Uh, Cornish College of the Arts out in Seattle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fine arts school. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Yeah. Little did I know that the um, success rate is um, not that great. <laughs> it's not that great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I was the first one of my mom's kids to go to college. That's right. Yeah. So we didn't know anything. Going wow. into it, I didn't have any scholarships because they didn't see dance as an extracurricular. From so Hamilton I didn't High, get any of that extra stuff. Um, and you, in order to get a scholarship, you'd have to audition, right? Well, you had to audition to get into the school, anyways. Oh, okay. But uh, no, dance scholarships were basically unheard of until after you got into the school, the dance school. Then gotcha. you could re-audition for new scholarships and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a yearly, in, like yeah, okay. But so I was, I felt really fortunate, very, 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 very blessed to be able to go do that and have that experience. Is that where you met your boyfriend? Um, I actually met him literally on my 18th birthday, the year I graduated. So I just graduated. It was on my birthday. You just barely bought your first pack of cigarettes. (laughs) You're going in hard. Yeah. It's like, I can can gamble, I can get cigarettes, let's line up the porn, we can do it now. (laughs) All of the things. Give it to me. I'm going to get all the piercings, watch me. Tattoos. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So So you met him on your 18th birthday? Yeah, yeah, I did. And um, from there, it was just instant. I mean, it's funny, it sounds kind of corny to say love at first sight, but it was one of those, like, deeper connection. Mm -hmm. I just like, I... I need to be involved with this person. I don't know what it is, but I'm drawn to this person. Mm-hmm. And then I went to college a couple of months after that. Okay. So we met right before that. I spent two years out in Seattle and he actually moved to Colorado in that time. Okay. Long distance, as anyone should know, is... Horrible. God dang, it's so bad. It's the worst. Oh, no. And it's never works. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't. So we had our struggles. We definitely had our struggles. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it, it took me being like, oh, okay, you know what? I can't really afford another year of college. I'll come out there with you. And we'll, we'll make this right. So you're, so he came to, no, no. So, you so went I to, went to Colorado. That, okay. yep. 
Yeah. And I spent like five years down there. Where um, you Denver? Um, actually, t- closer to Aspen. Okay. Yep. And then um, even took some dance classes out there. Let me tell you what. Okay. The altitude. Didn't think about it. <laughs> Didn't think about it. I was dancing in the middle of class doing jumps and stuff. And next thing I know, I'm just, my eyes are crossing and. Feeling lightheaded. Oh, yeah. I was woozy. like, I need to excuse myself. Yeah. I could not breathe. It was something to think about. Yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And that's where I actually started teaching dance. Out in Colorado? This was out in Colorado. Cool. Yeah. In Glenwood Springs. Um, absolutely beautiful. Love it there. They have some amazing hikes. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Colorado. If it doesn't burn down, unfortunately. That's so sketchy it's and so scary. Sad. It's sad as well. Like, I, I mean, we have a very stark example of... You know the mountain that burned down oh, yeah. in two thousand. Oh, we yeah. all had to get evacuated and everything. So, you know, anytime there's wildfires burning anywhere, whether it's here, Colorado, Utah, Washington, mm. Australia, I just immediately start. Uh, there's actually like a visceral reaction that I have uh-huh. of like, oh fuck, like I know what yeah. that's like to sit there and like. And like when you hear that your house is gone, because we heard those rumors all the time when we were evacuated. Oh, you heard your house burnt up. Oh, I heard your house burnt up. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had an old cat in there that. We couldn't get out of there because he was, he lived to be literally 23, 23 years old cat. Oh my God. How old was Sparky? He's 12, 12 plus another 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) That cat was so old. He literally would like sneeze and blood would go everywhere. Oh no. You know, it it got to the point where it's like, all right, boy. Like, yeah, time to go. Yeah. Time to go home. Yeah. You're all done. So you went out into Colorado, you'd started teaching and then it sounded like, you and your boy and this is the same boyfriend that you that you're currently with right yeah. so um you guys decided to move back to the valley and yeah well, i um was getting kind of homesick um and he got offered a job out here so we basically had an in we're like well, okay well let's go yeah do it go for it so up we came and that september i started working at the place i'm working now and he's had the same job since he moved here and and that was how long ago Oh, what year is it? 2020. <laughs> Six years. <laughs> you know, every month feels like a year now. I was just saying that. I'm like, hasn't it been 2020 for like six years now? <laughs> it certainly feels I like I feel it. like the last month, though, is I. it's almost the end of October. Yeah. It blows my mind. Yeah. It feels so much longer than Oh, that. my gosh. And then seeing the kids <laughs> growing, like one of my dancers was like, oh, it's my birthday, you know, this weekend or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's so great. How old are you? And she's like, oh, I'll be turning 17. And how long have you been teaching her? Five years. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so weird. And she's like, I'm going to be getting my license and all this stuff. And, you know, with kids, it's like you always see them as this 12-year-old or whatever. We always have, like, I, I, I wish I knew, like, the psychology behind it. Uh, but yeah. I know that there are... Like specific times or quote unquote eras in people's lives where you attach so many things to that time period that your perception of that person or cat or whatever it is. Right. Is like I think of my what's weird is that I think of my life in stages of the type of landline phone that we have. Awesome. Isn't that weird? I love that. Like, okay, so like I, if I were to remember back to like the specific model of landline phone that we had, it was like, oh, that's how I felt when I was, you know, okay, so that's like that phone era 
or like this other one or like we had a rotary and everything else you too. had a rotary it was an old one yeah we had what? it for we for a little while um because my mom you know she like she loves the novelty I love of it, it and yes everything. And, that's so cool and you get mad too because like anytime that you like had to dial because our phones were 961 right oh yeah so but you would like have to reach all the way around with the nine. Mm-hmm. And so you just like get that out of the way first. But if like those last four digits had nines in them, you didn't want to call them because it just took just too like, long waiting. to get. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But, um, oh yeah. Yeah. So, to... so when you think of like, you know, when I think of you, for instance, I think of when we were, you were still up in the blue house mm-hmm. and it was like when you were, oh, I'm trying to remember how old we were. What was your phone? Oh, that phone. <laughs> <laughs> now you put me on the spot. I can't remember. Um, but like, I remember you, this is when you were like full fledged into dancing. Um, and we would be like shooting hoops on that slab. Uh-huh. And you would like do handsprings, like going to the splits on the lawn and stuff like uh-huh. that. Cause you were just like flipping around and doing all these crazy superhero moves and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was just kind of like, oh, that's cool. I wish I could do that. Oh, well, <laughs> I know what I can. Oh, well. But so when I think of you, I think of that version of you. Aww, that's still you know? me, man. Still, still doing those stupid flips. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so rad. And it's, it's transferred <laughs> into my students. Now they're doing all the stupid flips. That's I love fabulous. It. I love it. That's so cool. Until they get hurt and then it's not good. Yeah. Well, don't break but, your feet. But, you know, we try to be safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once they're at home, you know. Go for oh, it. I think one of my dancers broke her toe yesterday. Oh, Friday, I mean, yeah, in class. Uh, she did a turn, and afterwards, she didn't tell me. Her friend, though, next to her was like, you better tell her. And I'm like, oh, tell me what? Uh-oh. She's just looking at me like, nothing. Mm. So do you think, and I, coming from a distance running background. Yes. And that oh, my idea. gosh. I wish I had that gene. How did you get that <laughs> just a running gene? I did not get that. <laughs> um, but. The idea of competition and wanting uh-huh. to succeed despite injuries and stuff like that. Because I've ran through so many injuries and to the point where it actually ended up being worse for me later on. Right. You know, and I assume that that's the very similar type of mentality in the world of dance. Very, very much so. Um, in fact, I have a dancer who just last year, because it's been a year, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, tore her meniscus in ACL in one of my workshops. And that was one of the things where she actually didn't realize it was that severe. You know, she'd been, she was injured. So she, you know, supported it and still was walking on it and that kind of stuff. But her doctor said, uh, for surgery, it's not a matter of if, but when. When they're going to have the surgery or when she's going to get injured. It basically would be inevitable to have the, the injury and then again to have the surgery. So basically her meniscus was, you know, so thin, mm-hmm. unaware of this. At some point in her dance career, it's going this to would happen. have happened. Fortunately for her, it happened. I just, this is so bittersweet. Um, her senior year of high oh, school. Oh, no. And so she was out for her senior year. But COVID happened. And we didn't get a recital anyways. There you <laughs> so go. So I'm kind of like, you're good. And now she's all fresh, ready to go. She had the surgery, ready for college. She's like tapping and stuff in college now, which is oh, awesome. Oh, great. That's fabulous. So, I'm like, oof. Dodged it. Uh, I mean, but you know, we're still kind of torn because we still don't know if we're going to be able to have a recital. It seems to be the, the, the way of the world are, right now. Oh, the arts are suffering. Hardcore. Big time. Big, big, big time. Yeah. That's so heartbreaking. 
I think it's such a devastating. It's such an important part. Yes, it how we truly brings color to this world. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm convinced it saved some of my students. I know yeah. that a lot of people do develop negative habits from dance, but you know, a lot of people are that's their one hour to forget about so COVID their life or yeah. everything that's you know wrong at school or yeah it's a release. yeah or like their home life or whatever yes. the case may be yes, yeah no and that's definitely and that's what's so important about extracurriculars in general yeah and it's not just distance running it's not just basketball right. or wrestling or dance it's all like that kind of thing being active and it doesn't matter what you do as far as activity i mean people find that same thing with video games and stuff too oh yeah you know like that's i think it's really needed as long as it like you said if it if you take it too far then it could be bad mm-hmm. um and that goes with basically everything too much of a good thing is a bad thing too oh, much of anything is a bad it, thing and we as much as we want it to not be i i know it's like and then what what defines addiction like am i addicted to the feeling of dancing because i love the way it makes me feel like mm-hmm. where's the healthy line there yeah you know what i mean no i've flirted with that line numerous Dang, times right yeah i don't know what the the straight up like psychological oh. diagnostic if you're i don't know if it was, if you look into the dsm <laughs> and like okay yeah uh dance addiction this is what you have to have um the but, cure is <laughs> yeah i don't know but no that's such a <clears throat> such an important point to make of like making sure that we're investing in arts I think it's so yeah. important. So yeah, important. big time. Big time. It's really, I mean, it's almost surreal. I feel like ever since COVID came, I've been in this like kind of kind like, of a veil, if you will. Yeah, of just like, like a shell of your normal life. This isn't real life. We're going to be fine with whatever happens because <laughs> I can't process <laughs> everything that's going on right now. You know, so everything that's happening, I'm just like, okay. Like I have dancers that are like, we're quarantining. You might have been exposed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is what's happening now. Got it. Okay. (laughs) It's so tough to sit down and just be like, (laughs) okay, well, resign to the fact that I might die. (laughs) It's fine. It's all good. It's fine. If I die by a hug, it's the way I got to go, I guess. Deadly hugs. Yes. Death hugs. (laughs) So I have another question that I wanted to ask you is like, how has your... Like the background relationship with grandpa, all that stuff taken into consideration. How has that shaped how you view religion as a whole currently for you? Oh, um, well, I've seen what happens when someone can be so involved with their religion, an extremist, if you will. I find that describes my father. He's, at least from my perspective, was so involved um, maybe I'm jealous. A bit of that, I bet. Jealous of what exactly? Uh, the attention that he would give to his God and his religion and his. You I've know never what I mean? heard of someone being jealous of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, Jesus. <laughs> I know, I don't want to talk too much about I know Envy's not here. a pretty color. <laughs> I'm one of the deadly sins. Um, but. I, it took him away from from me and my family a lot. Yeah. Um, and all of his kids, who I feel like share that same perspective. And the crazy thing is, if you ask my direct siblings, they said that I have the closest relationship with him. Really? 
Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. I need, to, um, I need to talk to more of your siblings. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> in here. She's, yeah. she's awesome. All of them. All of yeah. them. Get in here. Oh, see he would he love that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what he has to say. That would be awesome. I would love that, actually. It'd be fun. That'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so from what I'm hearing is that you felt as though grandpa's sense of duty to his religion. Yes. And in, and in the wake of him, you know, with his diagnosis and then eventually passing, that was something that I that kind of riz, arose to the surface for a lot of us, I think. And I'm not speaking, right. I mean, I'm speaking from, from the perspective of a grandson, you know, mm-hmm. but I know that my dad had wrestled with it and like a, a bunch of his other siblings mm-hmm. and, you know, the cousins and that, and that kind of stuff too of like, of all the people that say they follow the religion, that say they are dutiful, religious, um, you know, pious individuals, nobody was more that than grandpa i couldn't agree more like he 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 didn't even really i mean he when when you sat him down and said hey what do you believe he had it right there He was like this 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 oh, yeah. and then here's the reasons why here's this here's that and if you were to do that with anybody else i feel like they would have to kind of start to think about it but he was mm-hmm. so confident in it something he i feel like he was always thinking about yeah he he truly lived it yes. he didn't just like do it out of this you know sense that that's what everyone's doing so i need to do it too right that's what he truly believed in that's what he truly felt and he did it was not... his job that was his earthly job yeah he didn't just talk the talk i mean he hardly ever talked anyway oh no one could fill the stinking <laughs> boots no one could fill those boots no not at all and and i think at least from my perspective i can't speak for you obviously but i think that that like that idea of throwing yourself into something 110 percent is admirable oh my gosh yeah you know even if it is something that my dedication is just it is absolutely baffling yeah i mean even if it's something that i might not agree with 100 percent, right right i might not understand it but it's still something that you can look at and be like holy shit you're a giant of a man (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh my gosh. I mean, and not everyone can fare to take on three wives. No. I mean, didn't he have four at one point? Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Again, more stories that I'm like, I didn't know enough about this information. This is all (laughs) interesting. Yeah. There was one, but it didn't last long. Right, right. Yeah. The fourth one. Mm, The lost fourth fourth wife. The lost fourth. It should be like title of a book or something like that. Or like a Netflix series. Um, Oh, yeah. So where do you stand now as far as like the religion? I'm not so like the religion of polygamy, oh. but like the God question in general, like where are you at? Um, well, I like to not label myself as a religious person. Spiritual, yes. But I struggle with religions because I see so many people saying horrible things in the name of religion, mm. um, doing horrible things in the name of religion. And it's like, you know what? Have that spiritual connection. Believe in whatever you want to believe in. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if your God or your entity or deity, forgive me, um, is telling you or, you know, telling you to do hateful things or say hateful things Revealing or act hatefully you, or negatively yeah. or whatever, it's like, no, I don't think so. Um, and a lot of those people are religious. True. Um, yeah. And so I just, you know, I, I have a vision i've had a vision of um when i had a friend lose his best friend to suicide um 
I was told, you know, oh, if you commit suicide, you're damned. You're damned. You're going mm-hmm. to hell, whatever. Yeah. And I had this dream where it was basically God accepting his friend saying, get in here. It's all good. You know, Doors no, open. there is no such thing as hell. I'm not going to burn any of my children. Like, like that was actually a dream that you had. This is a dream I had. Whoa. So I after that, I was like, OK, dude, you're a prophet. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't you Someone realize? Do something. We're going to have. Do I do? <laughs> well, now, if the gospel is tr- if your gospel is true, lace up the ballet shoes. I'm in. <laughs> Give me an leotard and a tutu. Yes. I gotta start writing shit down. <laughs> so you um, had this dream that your friend's friend who died because of suicide right. was, was openly accepted. So accepted. So accepted. And that was really when I was like, I don't know if my dad is mistaken, mm-hmm. you know, in the extremeness of this. It's either this way or it's not. Sure. You're either good or you're fucked. No. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I don't think so. And so very often I ask my mom, I'm like, you know, how do you, do you feel like going to church makes you a better person? I want to know more about why I suppose mm-hmm. people love going to church. I never, I was forced to go to church. Yep. You know, as a kid, it's like, yay, yeah. we're going to church, get your good shoes. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and so she couldn't explain, she couldn't understand the idea of not being punished, I suppose. Oh, the, it was the, something the penance that had been of yeah of what programmed. you do programmed yeah, mm-hmm. but I think she's coming around. I think she's coming around. I found some really good articles, and she said that going to church made her feel not as better as a person, but almost belonging as a person. Um, oh, I... people that see similar, like hold those similar. What's the word I'm looking for? Like value systems. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No, I think I mean that's. I'm like, Definitely. that's beautiful. If, if, yeah. If yeah. You, like a huge, huge part, I think is like, I mean, it doesn't matter what religion. I mean, you now subscribe she doesn't to. really go to church. Uh-oh. She needs to put Pine on Pine Cell is a shit show. It is a shit show. And she is so hurt yeah. at the separation of everything right now. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, just stay, keep doing you. Oh, yeah. You're not doomed. And what's amazing about your mom, too, is that she couldn't be anyone else but herself so hardcore. You know what I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. It's so rad. Yes. To see someone who is so unabashedly themselves. Yeah. That's another thing that I admire as well is like I sometimes struggle with that. I sometimes have a difficult uh, time trying to be who I truly want to. Right. Because I'm scared of what they might think or what they might say. I or, get you. you know, oh, I get spot. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I but, mean, when you're a rebellious teenager experimenting with alcohol or cigarettes mm-hmm. or something that's a big no oh man you know the walls have ears around here oh of course it's like how dare you even don't dude no. the rumor mill is extremely efficient in this town oh yeah it, it oh yeah it circles quick oh like, yeah if when you I do something my ears oh yeah oh man i dude you know what's weird here's something that's crazy okay so i remember hearing how bad of a kid you were because you wore skinny <laughs> jeans i remember that like they i remember someone saying like yeah she's wearing skinny jeans that's not okay and i was like oh and whatever. i dyed my hair yep. uh-oh pierced my ears you heathen <gasps> i had holes in my pants oh no Woo. oh no yeah wore makeup 
dear I usually didn't God. put on my makeup until after I got to school, though, because I couldn't really leave the house with it with on. makeup on. Oh. So I just take it with me. Same there with the go. change of clothes. And I would just change into the horrible, horrible clothes that I would choose to wear to school. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Now I get it. And I'm like, and... Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all those times that I was like, <laughs> I look so good. Why won't you let me leave the house? <laughs> I get it now. Oh, God. Yeah. No, and so that's that's something I definitely admire about your mom as well is like, I couldn't do that. Or I have, I, like I said, I have struggles with it, but she's just so her. Yeah. It's so rad. Well, and everyone embraces her for that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think of, I can't think of anyone who would say a negative thing about my mom. No. Not one person. Except for I, maybe that she talks too much. Which but is even a beautiful, then, beautiful flaw to have. Oh, right? You know? What a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could be a true piece of shit human being and yes. talk a lot. This is true. But even then, like, yeah, your mom's a, a chatty Kathy, but it's never in but ways But what other are... kind of woman could have been in the middle of a polygamist family? Mm-hmm. Literally, like, you know, there was family and there was Linda's family and my mom's in the middle just like watching this game of tennis, you know, <laughs> doing something over here. Linda's doing something over here and she's kind of in the middle, just like, I'll be right here Do you, doing uh, my own thing. Do you feel like your mom was kind of this place of respite for your dad because of the yeah, other two wives? I love looking at it like that. Kind of the Switzerland. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> to, to Very neutral and yeah. beautiful. Yes. I actually, it's funny. I've never thought of it like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, she always felt like so looked past. I mean, and I'm speaking for myself. Um, we have talked. We have talked a little bit. So I do know a little bit of her perspective. But, you know, she found herself wanting more. But not asking. She never asked for anything, you know. Wanting more of what exactly? Um, for from, from dad. From, oh, okay, gotcha. Um, as far as like a relationship or spend some time with me when it's like, oh, but needs this. Oh, or but you know, I'm doing this with Linda. You know, they mm-hmm. had these beautiful relationships. So my mom does feel like she kind of missed out. But now that you're saying that, I feel like yes, I feel like that was his downtime, his way of getting away from go go do do, you know. I loved, I came upon this this mm-hmm. video of Linda's kids when they were young. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I have never, you know, I never saw dad and Linda like that. I've never seen them so young and happy and in love. And mm-hmm. oh, it just makes me so happy to know that, you know, love was real Yeah. in his life. Because, yeah. you know, unfortunately for my mother, they weren't in love when you no, know, that I mean, whole situation Yeah, and happened. so if, if you don't mind, I would love to give some context to those of us who I are listening. I will give as much as I can. I don't know what my mom's comfortable with. I know a little bit. Okay. And I would love to sit down with her and if she's comfortable yes. talking about that as well. Yeah, I, I I'll that definitely would be great. ask her. But. I think that would absolutely be great. Yeah, so my mom was in this relationship with her significant other i don't think it was anything that was supposed to be too serious but you know as we are taught you only date if you're gonna marry Mm -hmm. so i think she had plans okay and ended up giving herself to this man Mm -hmm. and after he found out that she was with child he was like peace i'm out boosted and dad being the 
titan of a man he was was like, they're going to kick you out of Pinesdale for this action. Mm -hmm. Marry me. Yeah. Like, and was basically holy crap like, that's like <laughs> yeah I, I struggle to find the words because that's very powerful because you know there might be those of you who are listening that feel as though that is somehow misogynistic or anything like that in my perception and i don't know the details or ins and outs of the whole kitten caboodle right but right. from what i understand is that grandpa's intentions was to provide a way to you know, take care of this yes. child that she was about to have. Yes. Um, even though she was significantly and she young, younger than he was. was and child, yes. Yeah, so it, it gets tough because sometimes people have that perception that it's like, oh, you know, you treat women like stock. You just like, well, you don't like that guy. Send him off to a new family or whatever. Yeah, right. You know, but yeah, yeah. it's just one of those things that, that happened and it has to be taken situation by situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and crazy because i didn't again i didn't realize that my mom and they're what like six six years apart in age yeah how crazy is that to bring in a new wife that's yeah. only six years older than your oldest daughter yeah like what a a shift yeah in dynamics <laughs> you would think Whoa. so right i mean but and how gracious of your mom of linda to be accepting into that whole situation there's another guest in the room by the way she doesn't have a microphone unfortunately <laughs> yes <laughs> i keep looking over at diane she's here so the actions of course actions speak so much louder than words so the lack of words my father and i shared um i did of course see all his actions and just baffled by how much this man can give and give you know, and I was going through my childhood thinking, no, oh, this closed-minded, closed-hearted son of a, mm -hmm. you know, my my boyfriend, my first boyfriend was half black. Oh. And my dad, being the old school um, mm -hmm. person that he was, didn't really agree with that relationship. Yeah. So that was another, like, you are closed-minded. Like, I... Which I agree with. Thank you. I also agree with that. But now looking back, it's like, okay, of course he was flawed, but, you know, he was raised so different. Wow. The amount that he, he raised this whole damn town. Yeah. And all their kids and all their grandkids. I mean, his legacy is continuing those actions. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that I'm a teacher because we share that. That's one thing we actually have in common. That's so cool. I know. That's so rad. Yeah. That's so awesome yeah. to, th you know, to have, like have that parallel and that thing that even though you were teaching when he was already retired, right? No, he, it was no. like right towards well, the end of his- Well, I was teaching in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as the distance yes, wise, like, yes. um, yeah. And being able to, to understand that like, Hey, I actually do have a little bit of my mm -hmm. dad in me and mm -hmm. when it comes to instruction, yeah, regardless if it's, you know, ballet or math. <laughs> well, and I understand, I understood like why he was- so dedicated to the school and to all these little turds. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get it now. Even after all the kids calling you the missing link, <laughs> yeah. or whatever they call it, <laughs> they call it so many things. Yeah. Oh, 
But yeah, no, he did. He, I mean, that's one of the things that I really wanted to drive home at his funeral is the idea that like it doesn't get more influential than Grandpa, quite literally. No, you know? he was and, giant of a man. Yeah, because I mean, he was the principal of the school, and every kid from 1967 onward until when did he retire? Literally, my mom. Yeah. Was one of his students. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, it's one of those things that, like, he he has touched the lives of thousands of people. And he was definitely a yes man. He put his head down and just did what he was told. Right. You know, and that unfortunately turned into things in regards to, like, what you were mentioning earlier about, like, the absenteeism with... um you know, be having a, a more fulfilling relationship with his daughter right. or daughters right. or sons or whatever the case is because there's 28 of them. Well, I also find myself, <laughs> yeah, can't emotionally, you can't not emotionally satisfy that many people. No. But I also find myself like him in a way that I do too much for other people. I also put my head Uh-oh. down and I say, you yes. got grandpa in you, and don't you? <laughs> and my mom. Yeah. I yeah. am screwed, dude. Yeah. yeah you're fucked, man. <laughs> I am done for. So it's something I've really been working hard on is finding my own boundaries, making sure that I'm taking care of myself and loving my loving on myself as much as I love on other people. Because this is one thing I feel like, a lot of his kids struggle with. I'm sure your dad and all of his siblings are too. Yep, yep. That's a common theme. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. And I, I do love that I'm like him in that way as well. Yeah, it's definitely a good problem to have. Yes. You know, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> yes, this is true. I could be a piece of crap like we talked about <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Have you hit all the beats on your little notepad? Um, kind. Let's see, Pines Academy, yep, growing up. Because I didn't um, want this episode to turn into talking about Grandpa. Oh, no, and I mean, that's our common ground. Yeah, You know, sure. like you said, since we've become adults, this has been like the situation that brought our whole family back together mm-hmm. was Dad getting sick. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the, my family in, what, a decade? It's been yeah. 10 years yeah. since I've seen a lot of those faces. Yeah. Um, so I love it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to hear more of what you're doing. I'm excited. Well, it's it's an endeavor and I'm I'm really stoked on it. I've been kicking around this idea for the last yeah, two and a half years or so, two years. Good for you, dude. And, and finally, I mean, thank you, COVID. <laughs> for, for Sat your ass down and was like, okay. Yeah, I mean it it basically I don't wanna like give it too much weight, but at the same time I don't wanna completely dismiss the idea that, you know, with the world going crazy that I decided to take myself less seriously, you know, and just be like, yeah, you've had this idea for the podcast for a long time. Dude, get on Amazon, get a, a few microphones, do it. like download a program to edit audio and fucking do it. Right. And, you know, so I think in your way is you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm stoked on it. I'm, I'm excited it's to so sit down awesome. with folks. And it's so awesome. I'm, I can't wait to hear all the rest of them because I think it's, it's going to be really interesting because I want to sit down with everyone. I want to know their stories. I want to know more. You know, mm-hmm. about this giant freaking family that I have <laughs> that I can't sit down one-on-one and have these discussions. Some yeah. of them I don't even want to sit and have these discussions. I'm just curious. Yeah. You know? 
Well, maybe I could be the Switzerland. Be my Switzerland. <laughs> yes, please. Be my Switzerland. That would be great.